My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. So, I've recorded a few episodes this week on my week off, and I wanted to record an episode a day, but it just it didn't work out that way. Life gets in the way sometimes, and I couldn't find the inspiration. I like to have a specific subject in mind before I start talking. That's how my mind works. So, I did the episode Sunday or Monday or whatever, and then the episode Tuesday, I believe, and I couldn't figure out what this next episode should be about, and then this morning... Uh, as I was drinking my coffee and listening to podcasts, or listening to a podcast, I was like, well, I should probably talk about podcasts, because that's something that I enjoy. That's my key form of entertainment. Let's pick somebody to talk about. So this week is a pretty big week for We Hate Movies. They just released their two-part 500th episode, and I've been a fan of We Hate Movies for a long time. They... I think just hit the 10-year mark as well, so they've been in the business for a decade. The thing about We Hate Movies is they don't need the signal boost. They are huge. They they do national tours. Their Patreon is big enough to support four grown men in New York City. They're doing well. In fact, if you guys need a fifth, you want some color on the podcast, uh, hit me up. But (laughs) I decided not to talk about We Hate Movies. They, They just don't need me. I could talk about uh, my favorite podcast, the only podcast about movies, as I consider myself part of the Topam community, but Topam doesn't really need me right now either, because they haven't monetized their podcast. They're still in their growth phase, but I'm not sure what they're going to do with it, Uh, and I will probably come back to them. I'll probably talk about them at some point, but they have fans who have given them plenty of boostage and... uh, As I said, when they do monetize, then I'll be right on it. So who should I talk about? Well, there is a podcaster that I follow who is in the growth phase. He's gotten a pretty decent following, but he's still in the growth phase as he tries to turn podcasting into a secondary career. Like, he's an engineer, but he's using podcasting, which is a passion of his, has grown to be a passion of his, as something that brings the happy into uh, his workaday life. So he has four podcasts, he has a YouTube channel, he's worked on some other projects with people, and he's guested on a number of other people's podcasts in his uh, pursuit of growth. Today I'd like to talk about the podcasts under the Chippa Made This umbrella. So Chris Chipman, whose brother is fairly famous in the, uh, the, the movie nerd space on the internet, Movie Bob Chipman. Chris Chipman has a number of podcasts where he talks about a number of different things, and he's found a nice niche in each area. Now, for me, there's one podcast that he does in particular that really touches me, kind of. Like, I guess that's what you would do. It gives me a warm fuzzy. But they're all quite good. He started when his brother, Bob Chipman, was told that he should start a podcast to grow his brand. Uh, Bob's busy. He, he writes, I think, for a few different outlets, and, you know, he is actually instrumental in helping the outlet that he's working with now grow. So Bob's quite busy, but he started a show with his brother Chris called The Chipman Brothers Tangent. And after the first episode, he told Chris, boom, there you go, because he knew that his brother wanted to express himself in that fashion and just hadn't had an outlet up to that point. So we gave him one, and Chris ran with it. He went all in on the podcasting game. So it started with The Chipman Brothers Tangent, 
which uh, I'm a huge fan of Bob Chipman. As an essayist, he is, he's fantastic. Just as an internet personality, as an entertainer, as uh, the voice of authority in his space, he's really good at what he does. But he's not a conversationalist, like in the interactive part of that. So the Chipman Brothers Tangent is actually not my favorite one of the Chippa's podcasts. My favorite is, I think, the next one he did. I don't know if he did Creating Geeks First, which is the podcast with his wife, where they talk about raising children as geeky parents and introdu- like uh, appropriately introducing your children to that culture. But the, the one that caught my interest was Shooting the Shit with Chippa, where Chris Chipman just talked to people. That's his gift, just talking to people. Uh, and he would talk to people about some specific area of culture, nerddom, whether it be movies or music or comic books or uh, tabletop gaming, any number of things. But he would just talk to people. And Chris's insane level of empathy, because he really enjoys talking to people, really shined through. Like, that's what impressed me the most. He really likes talking to people. So no matter the circumstance or what kind of guest he has on, he's engaged and engaging. And that's really awesome. So I love listening to uh, Shooting the Shit with Chippa. Hopefully I, I can get on there at some point. My concern is that uh, I like to talk about things in a very focused manner. Like if we have a subject, then we can really get into that subject. But just to casually talk is not my gift in real life. It, it usually has to be about something to uh, get me to engage properly. But anyway, love that show. And then his other show is called uh, The Talkbuster Podcast, and that cast is where he's really found his niche. Uh, Chris has um, a love for the, the corporate entity known as Blockbuster. He worked there for a number of years. His brother worked there for a number of years. A lot of his longtime friends, I think the people that were in his wedding party, were people that worked at Blockbuster with him in the long, long ago. And so he has very fond memories of that that experience. So he's talked to people that he used to work with at Blockbuster. He's talked to uh, former corporate entities from Blockbuster. Uh, he's talked to the, uh, the the guy that ran IT for the National Corporation a few times. Uh, he has a relationship with the people that run the, the last blockbuster on Earth. And he's had Sandy Harding, who is the, the GM of that store, on his show several times. That is really cool. And you have to be the kind of person who would approach those people for that kind of uh, content, but also just somebody who's really approachable to do that kind of thing. I think it's awesome. I listen to probably, not consistently, but all of of Chris's podcasts, and then he has other content. He has a, a YouTube channel where he just, once again, just talks to people on his way to work. He'll drop a few lines about movies that are coming out or just what's going on in his life. He guests on a number of podcasts. He guests on Cinema Spection, a podcast that some of his friends run who are also cinephiles. Uh, I found them through Bob Chipman, and... They release periodically, but sometimes they've had Chris on, which is always fun. He's on a really, really uh, well-established movie cast from time to time called School of Movies. School of Movies does really deep analysis on on pop cultural, uh, on popcorn movies. And they're really good at what they do, and they enjoy having Chris on, because like I said, he's personable, and he, he knows his stuff, but... The passion he brings when he talks about that stuff, that's the good stuff. 
Uh, he has a relationship with another podcast called Geeks with Shields. They've been on each other's shows a few times, and that's always fun. They've been on his show to talk about Warhammer 40,000 AD or how, whatever it's known as a few times. And I find Warhammer lore fascinating. Have no interest in playing a tabletop uh, game like that. or any. I've never played any of the video, video games, but I find it fascinating. So the Chippa's content umbrella is is great. I really love what he does. He's like David Chen at the homemade level. With that said, as we celebrate everything under the Chippa Made This umbrella, I have to be honest and say that for me, and this is just for me, the downfall of some of his content is that Chris just cranks out content. He's very busy, so he doesn't spend a lot of time uh, editing his content. So he has released episodes that are almost unlistenable, but it's content that was produced, so we just put it out. And I've done it too. Some of my, One of my early episodes with my son where we talked about the movie, and after the fact I found out that all the audio was clipped, tried to fix it as best I could, and published it anyway because I liked the conversation, but I don't have a Patreon. Nobody's giving me money to crank out that content. So it's a little different to me, and it hasn't stopped me from listening to Chris, but I think that it could possibly deter some other people from listening to him, and that would be a shame because it's a really enjoyable experience. So there's that, and then the aforementioned Chipman Brothers tangent issue where Bob is not a conversationalist, and so he's not always the best co-host for an experience like that. Like, he obviously loves his brother to pieces, so that's no commentary on that. It's just how he engages. I've heard him on other podcasts, too, and how he engages there, and it's just, it's not really his bag. That's no diss on Bob Chipman because he's still one of my favorite creators. That's just an observation. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it. You should listen to Chris Chipman, and if you really like what you hear, or if you think this guy has a lot of potential, support his Patreon. Uh, help this man create art because it makes him happy. And he's the kind of person where his happiness is infectious. So I think that's what I'm saying there. Anyway, uh, I will try to produce probably at least one more podcast this week before I go back to work. So I can, I just like to get in the practice and I like to create too. Like Chris, I like to create. So listen out for that if it happens this week. And um, thanks for listening. <laughs>